Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. It's the podcast with you in mind. Hope you're having a great week. CJ and I have been in the middle of our mini-series this week. It's been a lot of fun meeting with thousands of players on our on our in our workshops and showing them a different way of thinking about pickleball. We talked about it in last week's podcast. It's the FOSS approach, the framework objectives strategies and shots. I'm a little bit punch drunk from having said it so often in the last few days. And as we get ready for our last uh, last workshop this evening, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, I'm sure. And uh, it's been helping a lot of players out there. So we're so happy to be able to do that for you. Uh, my name is Tony Roig. I am your podcast host. I'm also a master teaching professional and teaching pickleball is my, it is my passion. It's uh, what keeps me coming back to pickleball over and over again. Uh, so uh, this week's podcast, we're going to talk about two different subjects. We're going to talk about uh, the one tip that, to change your game, and I'm going to give you, it's, it's kind of a little bit of a Kansas City shuffle, a little bit of looking left and going right, uh, but you're all going to know how to go right, which is important, but you're also going to know how to avoid going left, and you'll see what that means in a second. And then in the riff, we're going to talk about a concept that uh, was in a movie that I saw a little bit ago now. Um, and it's uh, everything, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once is the movie. Really good movie, interesting. Uh, but there's a phrase in that movie that I think we can apply to our pickleball experience um, in terms of both the positives and the negatives that sometimes happen. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. It helps us reach additional uh, listeners out there and potential listeners. YouTube is an algorithm, which we're going to talk about in a second in this uh, podcast and uh, and reaching more players. I mean, when you when you subscribe or comment on it or like it, it helps us reach other players. So if you like the message, help us reach other players that way. All right. Uh, and and one other thing I wanted to mention is, as I mentioned, we're in the middle of our mini series. Um, and if you want to get the best program available anywhere to learn pickleball and to transform your game, then you're going to want to join our September pickleball system class. These classes only launch a couple of times a year. Uh, it's going to be now and then it'll be probably next March before we have another class launch. So if you want to get in, this is a time to get in. This is not a come when you want sort of a thing. This is a one-year course that starts a couple of times a year. So if you're ready to do it, we'd love to see you in our class and would love to uh, uh, chat with you in there and get to know you better in there. Um, the uh, other thing I wanted to do on the coaching front is we have several of you have opted into becoming pickleball therapists therapists. Uh, and uh, I just wanted to do a check-in with you. It's been a, been a minute and I just want to see how you're doing out there. Uh, are you are you sticking to the commitment that you made? If not, it's okay. Then let's, you know, let's re-up our commitment. And uh, and if you want to, send me an email at uh, therapy at betterpickleball.com. It comes to me. I'll be able to check it out. Let me know how you're doing out there. If you're interested in becoming a pickleball therapist, it's uh, basically a commitment that you make to yourself uh, to grow your the mental part of your game, your mental relationship with pickleball. Send me an email to the same address, uh, therapy at uh, betterpickleball.com, and I'll send you the information so that you know what it's what is involved with being a pickleball therapist, and uh, you can decide whether it's right for you. All right. So the oh, I misspelled it on the board, but that's all right. You know what that means. So word of the week is unicorn. I spelled it as unicorn on the on the slide on the YouTube. Uh, but the word of the week is unicorn. As we get into the subject today of today, which is this idea that the one tip you need for your game, the, you know, unicorns are awesome, right? I mean, in concept, they're 
they're just, you know, they're uh, elegant animals, they're powerful, they're smart, they're wise, they're whatever you want it to be, right? The unicorn can be anything you want it to be in terms of its demeanor, but it's, at the end of the day, it's a fictional being, right? It's a being that exists only in our minds. And in pickleball, what we see happen out there is we see players chasing unicorns. And what I mean by that is, what I'm, you know, is that basically, you know, you'll see a video or you'll see a, a, someone will tell you something and, and you'll think it's the unicorn. That's what I need. That's the thing I need. Now, there is, in fact, a unicorn that's, a, uh, that's the, the real thing that'll help you out. But you have to be careful with, with chasing down unicorns, which aren't uh, real. And that's the Kansas City Shuffle. It's a, I can't remember the name of the movie right now. Actually, I do. It's Lucky Number 11, I think. It's with, uh, with uh, uh, Brad, uh, uh, I can't remember, Bruce Willis. With Bruce Willis, really good movie, uh, very entertaining. But the concept of the Kansas City Shuffle is basically you make a bunch of, you know, like a bunch of noise on the left of a person. They look over there, but everything's happening on the right. Okay. So it's like a saint or like a trick. And you can think about that too in pickleball, meaning, you know, sometimes what happens is we get pulled to the left. So we get, we end up looking left, but really we should be looking right. And we're going to get into that in a little more detail in today's podcast as we go through this. So one of the, the ways that we are constantly, um, pulled left in this Kansas City shuffle or, you know, is we keep on getting offered unicorn, whether it's unicorn shots or unicorn strategies um, on YouTube. And I put up on the on the board here, YouTube algorithm. And the reason is because you have to understand when you're when you're being fed a YouTube video, sometimes it's because you subscribe to the channel and that's closer to the content that you've been looking for. But the way YouTube works is it's an algorithm that's trying to figure out whether you'll interact with the video because YouTube makes money off advertising, right? So they want you to interact with the videos on their platform. And I have a YouTube channel and my partner CJ Johnson has a YouTube channel. So we're on YouTube as well. And we know how this works. And the way it works is, is this, the content that is most likely to help your game because a lot of it is not flashy, right? It's not going to get any uh, headlines and things like that it doesn't do well on YouTube. And we joke about, you know, some of our videos that have performed the, the least on our channels, or the worst on our channels, um, are the best videos in terms of the actual help that they would provide to pickleball players who watch them and use them. Instead, you know, what we find is pickleball players are drawn more to like, you know, three tips for this or two tips for that. And so when you're on YouTube, you're, you're, subject to the YouTube algorithm. And so you're kind of playing the YouTube game. And what that means is that when you're watching YouTube videos, and it's not that the content creators are bad people or they're doing anything wrong. It's simply the ecosystem in which they're operating, i.e. the YouTube algorithm, creates an eco- it rewards content that might seem pretty cool on its on, you know, at, at first, right, you look at the, the thumbnail or the little title and you're like, wow, that's really cool. Let me watch that. That's what I need. And that's the risk. The risk is thinking, okay, that's the unicorn. That's the shot that I need. That's the tip that's going to send me, you know, to the next level. That's what, that's, that's what I should do. So be, you know, be at least, you know, have your, your radar up when you're watching YouTube videos, not telling you to turn off YouTube or, you know, to check out of YouTube, check out from YouTube entirely. Just understand what you're getting in YouTube. You know, like when you go onto a YouTube video to say how to repair a, a 
I don't know, washing machine or something like that, or you want to know how to garden or something, you know, sometimes if you're looking specifically for a thing that you know that you want, like you want to grow papaya plants or whatever, and you Google that, well, that's probably going to be closer to what you're looking for uh, in the video. But when you're just being fed a video by the algorithm and you open up your, 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 um, your, your YouTube app and it says, you know, this one tip will send you over the top in pickleball. That's where you got to be like, well, I wasn't really looking for this. And is it really going to help me? Uh, and the three questions that we ask are, is it correct? And sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. Is it complete? You know, I could, do I have a complete picture of what it is and how it works within the, the bigger picture of pickleball, the framework of pickleball? And then the last thing is, is it right for me where I am right now, right? Is, it, is this what I need right now in my pickleball journey? Um, so th those are the, some of the risks of YouTube. And the other thing that happens is, you know, other players at the courts, they want to offer you advice to help you out. And they want to offer big advice. No one wants to offer you boring or small advice. They want to offer you the big thing, right? And I'm going to speak from experience here. Uh, you know, when I first started playing pickleball, there was a lot of things that I learned that were wrong, period, just wrong. And the players who were trying to help me, I, I, no criticism of them. I appreciate them trying to help me. They're doing the best they can under the circumstances. They're also, you know, not well-informed about it, about what they're trying to tell me. You know, a couple of examples is the first thing, one of the first things I learned was that the Cardinals and Impeccable is missing your serve. It's not. Uh, we discussed that pretty much at length in workshop two of the miniseries, but it's simply not. The other one is uh, something like, you know, you got to get to the MBZ. I know everybody's heard that one when you're on the serve side. Just get up here, get up here. It's just, and it's, it creates bad habits. It, players don't know why they're getting smashed with balls and things like that. And again, your friends, they're trying to do right by you. They want to help you out. You know, the, the players at the course, they want to do good, but, but they want to do it like big, like big stuff and give you unicorns. And that's just simply not, not going to work. Now let's talk about the real unicorn. Cause I, you know, I told you, I was going to tell you about the left side of the Kansas city shuffle. I also want to tell you about the right side of the Kansas city shuffle. And the uh, the rights, and I, I guess I, I sort of backed into the correct wording because it's also the right side to follow. There is a real unicorn in pickleball, and it's not sexy. It's not, um, again, no, there will be no ESPN cameras there for this work or for this understanding and this execution. The real unicorn in pickleball is focusing on the small things in the game and just doing them better and better and better. If you watch the best players, what they do is they are excellent at all parts of the game, but in particular, they're very good at the little things, at that dink that the other team, you know, they make theirs, the other team misses it, at the third shot that they're hitting, at their four shots, at their return of serves, at the, you know, all the small pieces that together make up a pickleball game, that's where the real unicorn lies. The real unicorn lies in knowing that it's the small things, the boring things, the the run-of-the-mill regular things done better and better and better that are going to give you the improvement that you're looking for, the results that you're looking for when you're out on the pickleball court, not the um, ESPN shot, not the, you know, the shot that everyone goes nuts about. And the way that I explain it is, you know, my, my favorite way to win is when my opponent's don't know what happened. They're just, they're just not exactly sure how they lost that match because they cannot point to anything that I did that was worthy of them losing the match or, or of my team winning the match. And so that is a testament to playing really good, sound, fundamental pickleball. 
that is the real unicorn if you want to improve as a pickleball player. Now, in terms of what that what's involved, the steps and things like that, I will repeat myself from the beginning. The pickleball system is how you get the information that you need in order to pursue the real unicorn in your um, pickleball journey, if that's something that you're interested in. So, But remember that you want to be looking at the, at the real unicorn. And I put up here Bruce Lee. Rest in peace, Bruce. Uh, there's a quote from Bruce that I've probably used before on this podcast, but it's, it merits repeating, which is Bruce Lee said, I fear not the fighter who has practiced 10,000 kicks one time. I fear the fighter who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. So it's not that you need to know 10,000 kicks not very well. It's that you need to know that one kick very, very, very well. And in pickleball, you can think about that in terms of the shots that you hit during a, a game. And inside the pickleball system, we focus on the first four shots. Serve, return, third, and fourth. Why? Well, hopefully you're hitting them every rally. I know, I know maybe you're not right now because we're missing a third or missing a return and things like that or a serve. But eventually, you want to hit those four shots every single rally. Whereas if you think about like, okay, a backhand to cross-court backhand, you know, cut dink or a roll volley or something like that. How often are you hitting those? You know, how often does it, does it come into play during a game and how impactful it is to the game? <clears throat> Whereas the first four shots, very impactful. So that's what we focus on in Bruce Lee's honor. All right, let's talk about the, uh, the riff. Um, so what I wanted to, to uh, mention to you here is this movie that I watched called Everything everything everywhere all at once it's kind of a it's a really interesting movie it's a little bit of a mind trip it's like multiverse and all these things happening but there's a there's a statement in there that 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 stuck with me and it, it's kind of hard to get your your head around it but i'm gonna say it and then we'll work through it a little bit so this the the statement and i may be paraphrasing but it's everything matters and nothing matters so i'm gonna repeat that everything matters and nothing matters and that seems like it's it nullifies, right? Like it cancels each other out. But I don't think it does. And let me apply it to pickleball. The idea is this. When you're playing pickleball, everything matters. Meaning every shot matters, the score matters, the everything. Just everywhere you're on the court. I mean, everything is important when you're out there. But at the same time, it doesn't matter. And what I mean by that is, it's, it, you know, it's not life or death when we play pickleball. So it's finding this balance where I, it matters to me. It's very important to me what I'm doing on the pickleball court. If it wasn't important to you, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So I know that pickleball is important to you and how you perform on the pickleball court is important to you. And that is good. I respect that. That's everything matters. But at the same time, try and maintain the thought that nothing matters. That when you miss that dink, it does not matter. When you pop that ball up, it does not matter. When you miss that return of serve, it does not matter. Everything is going to be fine. And then you find that balance between everything matters and nothing matters. And it'll make you a lot happier when you're out on the pickleball court. As always, if you enjoyed the podcast, consider reading and reviewing it. Uh, it helps us out um, in, uh, in reaching other players. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you can leave a review, it just helps other players read them and see if, it, if this impacted you, they might be more likely to, to, take a, to take a listen to the podcast. And same thing on the YouTube channel if you have a chance to do that. And if you're ready to join us inside the Pickleball system, now is the time to do that. 
Um, the class, I don't have the exact date on me right this second. I believe it closes on the 20th or something like that. But if you go to the pickleballsystem.com, the pickleballsystem.com, you'll have all the information on there, all the details on how to join the class. And if you're ready to do that, I cannot recommend it highly enough to you. Uh, it's by far the best thing going out there at pickleball. Um, I know I'm biased, but the testimonials make it clear. Um, anyway, so that's this week's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, as always, please share it with your friends. Remember, if you enjoyed the podcast, they probably will too. I hope you have a great week, and I'll see you next time.